Hi, and welcome to the Revolution Baseball Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Oliveira. It's my goal to bring you clear-cut strategies and drills designed to help make you or your program better. With that in mind, let's begin. So this week, you get a two-for-one. Um, the other day, I had uh, Jeff Fry on, and that was a fun interview. Um it was really cool to get a, uh, a major league, a former major league player's perspective. If you listen to the interview, I think you're going to understand that uh, you have to you have to be focused on your intent at the plate, and you have to be focused on your approach at the plate, um, and that's what you should be going every doing every time you get to the batter's box. Um, if you didn't get a chance to listen to that, go back and listen to it, uh, watch it uh, here on my channel. Uh, so today I'm sharing my spring uh, team practice plan. Uh, why am I doing that? Number one, because I'm a nice guy. Uh, number two, um, I used to be like a lot of young coaches out there are going to do. Um, I used to be the guy, well, you know, I'm the head coach now, so I'm going to grab my fungo. You go to third, you go to a short, you go to second, you go to first, you go to the outfield, you know, et cetera. And the catcher, you're going to feed, you're going to give me the balls. You're going to catch them from, from first base uh, or from wherever they're coming in. And I just hit fungo one at a time, you know, um, when I got the privilege of having an assistant coach, then, you know, we did a double fungo, double barrel fungo, whatever, you know, which became a little, a little bit more fun. Guys got a lot more reps doing that stuff. Um, problem is there's still a lot of uh, standing around, even with the double barrel fungo. Um, and so I tried to alleviate that and um, started listening to a lot of coaches at the ABCA convention, uh, Texas High School Coaches Association, and um, looking for information to try to uh, put something together for me to help me to get my guys as many reps as, as they can get um, for the high school level because uh, I was noticing that they knew what to do in a game. Problem is they didn't have enough uh, reps behind them to feel comfortable to, to be able to execute um, at the high school level or execute appropriately. So um, with that in mind, I'm sharing my practice plan. And let me get rid of this. Let me open this. So I wish that I was smart enough to, smart enough to come up with this whole template all by myself. I was not. Um, I got this template from uh, TCU, from Coach Slosnagel and I've modified it to fit my needs. Um, and, uh, you know, basically uh, we start out with 10 minutes of dynamic stretching um, and your field setup or equipment is right here. Uh, then we go into 15 minutes of base running. Um, and if you listen to my base running episode a few weeks ago, then you'll understand why I have it up here. Um, but another reason is you want the guys to have be sweating before they throw. And that's the next thing that they go into. 
So going back to base running. So um, on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, they do bunting, stealing, reads. It should have reads on there and squeezes. So if you're at home plate, you're bunting. If you're at first base, you're stealing off the pitcher. There is a pitcher on the mound and everything's synchronized off him, even though he's not throwing. Um, uh, if you're at second, you're doing reads on the bunt. And if you're at third, you're doing squeezes, uh, either suicide or safety squeezes. Um, then uh, on Tuesdays, Tuesday, Thursdays, and Fridays, you're doing a hit and run. Uh, so there will be a runner either at first or second or both. And if you're at first, obviously you're doing the hit and run. So you're, you're, you're going off, you're stealing uh, once again, or um, and then you're, you're stealing and, and then reading. Uh, where's the ball hit? You know, do I need to get back? Um, if you're at second, you're, you're working on, on reading the ball. You're working on your turns at third base because um, I want them tight. I usually have cones to mark the territory there where I don't want you to turn uh, too hard. If you're at third, you're reading the ball. Um, and if you're at home plate, you're swinging at, um, you're swinging at nothing really. And then you're taking off everything. Like I said, is synchronized off the pitcher. Uh, if you're the coach, this is where you get your fungo, uh, and you're actually hitting the ball. Or if you don't want to use the, the fungo, you can use a pitching machine to shoot the ball up in the air or ground ball or whatever. Um, then they go into a throwing program and the throwing program is actually on here as well. By the way, um, since I've, I've uh, got this template for free and some of the other stuff that I've got on here, uh, I got it for free. Nobody um, you know, got it from other people. Um, I will send this to you for free if you want it. Um, just send an email to revolutionbaseballpodcast at yahoo.com and I will send it to you. Anyway, so the throwing program is here. And uh, the only adjustments that I've made is that when they're coming back in, um, you know, when they get to 90 feet, if you're an infielder, you're going to start doing um, quick throws uh, until you get to 45 feet. If you're pitchers um, at 70 feet, you're going to throw five change-ups. Um, then you're going to move to 60 and throw uh, five fastballs. And then finally, uh, 45 feet, you're going to throw uh, curveball sliders. Um, I really like that idea. I think it'll go good. Um, then uh, let's cover this back up here. So after throwing program, uh, now I did change, just recently changed this, and I'm going to tell you why. I used to have game specific down here before the process game. Um However, I decided that I'm going to do game specific right after the throwing program because they've already been throwing. And with the dirt circuit drills and the ground ball circuit, there's not necessarily any throwing. You can add throwing to it um, if you want to. Uh, you're going to have to uh, make some adjustments, though. Uh, and I'll, you'll understand why here in a second. All right, so for game specific, um, we have a uh, bunt defense on Monday, pickoffs on Tuesdays, uh, PFPs Wednesday on Wednesdays, first and third on Thursdays, and um, we take these ten minutes and add it to the process game 
on Friday or Saturday. Or if you as a coach feel like there's something else you need to work on, um, or maybe they just didn't get, you need to spend extra time on bunt defense or pickoffs or whatever, then you're going to add that to Friday or Saturday. The dirt circuit drills, um, you're going to have eight stations, three infield circuits, uh, three outfield circuits, and one catcher circuit, as well as one tag circuit. Um, and that is actually listed on here. And you can see um, close to first base, that's where you're doing the short hops and the long hops. Uh, you can use bare hands on the first base side, or you can use a glove. Um, I prefer, I start them off bare hand, then we move to graduate to a glove. And then we graduate to a flamingo drill um, where they're standing on their uh, right leg and they're moving their left leg. And we're working on sequencing, getting ready to throw to first base. The red dots is by second base. And that is where you work on your double plays. Uh, and that's where you use uh, these right here. So this is uh, the pancakes and the pancakes are, are great for uh, getting the feed from second or short. If you're at the base and you're working on here transferring, you can't close this pancake. Now this one, you can, um, this is, these are Valley gloves. You can get them online. You can uh, email John Valley, tell him that I sent you. Um, I don't get anything for these. These are, I'm just promoting this because I know times are tough right now. So Valley gloves, uh, and this one is a flexible one. So you can use this at short to feel the hop um, or short or second, you know, whoever's actually fielding on the ground. Then you go to the third base uh, side and that's where you have your backhand. And I'm really excited about this glove. Um, this is a training glove. If you don't want to spend the money, this was $75 with John Valley. Once again, uh, uh, basically, uh, this is where we're going to do the backhand. But if you don't want to spend $75 on a glove like this, just get a kid's glove, uh, a small kid's glove, and do the same thing. I'm sure you can get them at Walmart or Dick's or whatever. Uh, then the outfield circuit, uh, left field side. The ball is coming right to you. So um, now these are rolls. These are, the guys are not hitting at this point. They're just rolling the ball uh, semi-hard right to the, the outfielder. And you're obviously gonna take turns, but right to the outfielder means that you're gonna lead, you're gonna get the lead runner. Um, with a runner on second, that means you're, you're thinking home. On the right field side, you have the, the ball being rolled either to your left or to your right. So you're no longer getting the lead runner or you're looking at the trail runner. Down the middle in the outfield, center field, that's where you have, um, you're tossing the ball uh, or you have the guys toss the ball up to the sky basically. And and they're, they're reacting to the ball and they're catching it, getting ready to throw. So I don't really want to see a catch. Okay, let me throw in the bucket. I want to see catch ready to throw. That's what I'm looking for. At third base or first base, you can have the tags in the um, with the bag. So put a, a bag down, um, a backpack for for instance, and someone's feeding the ball 
to the guy fielding the ball, catching, and working on tags. At home plate, you have the catcher catcher circuit drills. Um, and uh, basically, I just had an episode on that not too long ago. That's This is where what I was talking about, where they were going in a rectangular shape. Uh, the receiving drills, the J-band, plyo, wrist weights, rapid fire, the knee blocks, um, how uh, throw to second, where they're walking, jogging, and running the throw, and then finally the uh, catching foul balls. Uh, so that is the dirt circuit drills. Then uh, we go from the dirt circuit drills to ground ball um, circuit. Now, uh, and this is 20 minutes for the last five minutes, um, they are throwing again. Uh, last five minutes is timed uh, ground ball routine or uh, in and out. And let me show you what that looks like. So for this drill, you're gonna need um, five tees, three to five tees. But basically the guy here is hitting the ball to the guy um, at the outfield or the guy is at the outfield. Once they get one round in, then you can uh, rotate them, um, make sure that that um, you're doing the same thing. If you want to add a sixth T here and have them hit towards that um, center field as well, then you can have two two um, of the same. Uh, what do you call it? Drills out here. Then you have two T's on the left field um, side left field line um, and you have you have them on the inside of third and on the inside of home. So the guy, this guy, for instance, the guy in green, he is gonna be hitting to the guy over here at second base. The guy closer to home plate is gonna be hitting to the guy at first base. Um, if, let's just say you have two, two first basemen, three first basemen. Well, two are on the field, then they rotate you know, and you can you can set a timer to for them to rotate, or you can tell them if you're playing music at this time, uh, you can tell them, hey, listen, after one song, we rotate, um, and you have buckets out in the field and everything, so makes everything uh, a lot smoother. Um, all players are supposed to visualize and mimic their throws, so they're going to come up with their throw visualizing I'm, I'm getting the runner out at, um, I'm getting the run out at first uh, or second or whatever. So the rounds are the first round is runner on third base so the infield would be in. Uh, second round would be no runner so regular depth. Third round is double play depth and fourth round is no doubles so you're going deep. Um, if you're in the outfield, the first round is runner on first, second round is runner on second, and uh, third round is ru runner on third tags. So um, you're looking at pretending to throw home. At the outfield, you could probably have two guys set up right here um, and one uh, catching in from the outfield. Um, that way you're working on actual throwing at that point. If you wanted them to obviously throw to first base, for instance, if you want the third baseman to throw to first, then you're just not gonna have this T here and you're gonna have the first baseman's rotate. 
And uh, so the guy here is hit to third base and they're throwing across. You can do the same thing with short. You can do the same thing with second base. Um, however, you don't want um, eight guys trying to throw to first base at the same time, obviously. The last five minutes is a uh, time ground ball or I mean, what I mean by that is, you know, we have a stopwatch and we're timing them on their throws from the time the ball is hit to the ball time the ball hits the, the first baseman's mitt. Um, or we're doing it in and out. So now they should be pretty warmed up by then, ready to play. Um, so now we have a process game. And I got this idea, uh, I got all of this part right here from TCU's uh, Coach Slosnagel. Um, and here's a process game, it's so much fun. Uh, so the way it works is you can, you're gonna score points. There we go. You can score points traditionally. Um, you're gonna score points traditionally. You have runs that you score um, per inning, but you're also gonna score points, um, process points, and you're going to score um, situational points. So let's go over some of the process points. So the pace of game, for instance, uh, on and off the field in nine seconds for an outfielder or five seconds for an infielder, that's two points. Uh, running hard on a foul ball, offense or defense, two points. You know, those are process games, pace of games. Uh, pitcher, um, a one, two, three inning, no freebies in an inning. Those are, you know, important things that we all want as coaches. Uh, normally, my pitching philosophy is one, three, five, fifteen. 15. Uh, I got that from my old pitching coach. And um, so 15 would be the max maximum amount of pitches per inning. However, we are only throwing 25 pitches and they're, they're starting each player with a 2-1 count. Um, so... Uh, you know, you're not going to throw hopefully 15 pitches with a 2-1 count. Um, any pickoff executions, um, you know, you get a point for that. Defense, web gems, uh, double plays, uh, throwing out the lead runner, you get points for those. Offense, any freebies, um, bunts or base hits, uh, or bunts for base hits. Uh, if uh, I think this is... Uh, one of my favorite ones is quality at bats. Um, remember, they're starting out with a two-one count, so six pitches. Um, if they see six pitches, they get two points. Or if they get four pitches after a two-two count, um, then they get two points. Uh, another one of my favorite is um, base on balls or hit by pitch. Uh, for a leadoff or with two outs. Finally, um, your your situational is down here. So in the first and third inning, um, you start off with a runner on second and you're looking for a, a sacrifice bunt. If you get that sacrifice bunt down, then you would get um, one point for advancing the runner uh, and, the, and the hitter out, two points for both runners safe. On defense, you would if you get um, you would get one point if you get the hitter out, 
or two points if you get the lead runner out, um, three points for a double play. Uh, second and fifth inning, there's a runner on first. So you're looking at the hit and run, same situation. So this the situation of the game right here, this is what we're trying to do. And then um, uh, let's see, fourth and sixth inning, runner on third base. So you're looking at squeezes. Uh, so that's the situational right there is you're looking at either a suicide or uh, safety squeeze. So if they execute those, they get one point, two points, et cetera. Um, for offense, for defense, um, double play, then you get three points, uh, two points for getting the lead runner out, one point for getting uh, the hitter out. Uh, now, where they can cost them points and uh, would be here, lacks of, lack of execution or um, lack of effort. Uh, so, you know, basically you give a sign, you know, you can, and they don't execute very well on offense or defense, then um, they get, you know, minus one point. If they miss a sign, for instance, if you uh, give a first and third sign, a first and third sign uh, for them to, we're gonna get the lead runner out, then uh, they get negative three, or if you know they miss a steal sign, for instance, or hit and run sign, which a lot of guys like to miss that one, or a bunt sign, then you get minus three. And then uh, lack of effort. So if you see a negative attitude on the field, this is where you know you can get them for five negative five points. You know things that we don't want on the field, you're going to pay the price for. Uh, and then the last five minutes is um, where you debrief, you go over the scorecard, clean and pack. And the losing team has to clean up. Usually what I see with my guys is everybody ends up, uh, you know, because they're part of one team, everybody ends up doing everything at the same time. So that is, that is um, everything that I've got for my practice plan. And uh, if you, like I said, if you want this information, I can send it to you. Um, just send me an email. So that's it for this week or that that's it for now. And I hope that you heard something that practical that you can use in your practices to help make you or your program better. If you want the PDF uh, program, a practice plan, uh, or for any feedback, please send me an email at revolutionbaseballpodcast at yahoo.com. Um, subscribe, like, and share this episode with others, other coaches you think will benefit from it. Thank you so much for listening, and hopefully I'll see you soon. Uh, good luck this season.